I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Eavesdrop. Um, brand new spanking week with you guys. My name is Francesca. My name is Jelly. And this is Delamar. Hi there. Okay, so we're going to get right into the show. Oh, did you want to say something? No, just thinking about what has transpired so far since our last recording. Wow, right after we finished recording. Yeah. Literally something oh. blew up. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I did not know the intensity of it until in the e- till the evening. Yeah. Same here. Um okay, so so well in uh, recording time, w- the last time we were all together, um that evening, what date was that? That was on the 12th. Was Sunday. Yes. That was Sunday. So let's say let's just go back in time, guys. January 12th, we wrapped up recording. We went our separate ways. Um I did not know about the explosion until I saw Jelly's IG story about masks. Getting said, masks. I said, why are people hoarding masks? What's going on? And then I went online and, well, there you go. The Al had uh, exploded. Erupted. Yeah, yeah, erupted. It's crazy. Well, well what's that? It was, um, so we, we natapas tayo mga close to midnight time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the morning when I, when I went on Instagram and Twitter, it was all about uh, the Al. And it was really like, oh, wow, parang late 90s ulit. <laughs> diba? With Pinatubo. Oh, and, and I think, yeah, that was the last time we had ashfall like that, reaching, you know, other parts of not just the country, but I, kasi yung naalala ko, in, yung sa Pinatubo, umabot yun hanggang Australia at saka Indonesia. Oh, wow. my gosh. Oh, ashfall, you know, the winds, you, you just never know, diba? Yeah. So it, it was it was like and then I saw the the pictures just how big and then I thought about it there were no warnings because usually Phil Vox would say ano to yung parang uh, a warning hey this this volcano a volcano might erupt but then we never heard anything from Taal the last time we heard from Taal uh, getting some activity was a long time ago maybe a year or maybe mm-hmm. even years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it came out of nowhere, I was like really scared because it seemed like nobody knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And then it did. Yeah. It's so big. It was so big. It was all the ash. It was all the steam. No lava yet. And um, in in to their credit, uh, Fivox said that they they constantly monitor it. They mm. constantly do. And it's constantly been since 2018 on alert level two. And like nothing has changed. Have there been announcements though? No, 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 no. It's just, it's like that. Because all volcanoes, if they're active, they're at some level. One, two, you know. And then then when it erupted, it was like three. And um, they said that they had, uh, what do you call it? They had cameras. I don't want to call it CCTVs because it's probably more (laughs) high tech than that. But they had cameras in a matter of minutes. 
it changed. It yeah, it yeah. started. So it's like, you know, I mean, there are some people who are like, oh, how come you didn't warn us? And they're like, how could we? Like, we're constantly monitoring it. And then it just went like that. Yeah. You know, it's like Mother Nature. You cannot control her. If she feels like Plus, spewing, she's gonna. Yeah. The, the photos the that history came out. is that <clears throat> before this all happened, before that, because I did, rem- I do remember that, you know, Phil Vox had said something about the album, but that was like years ago. Mm-hmm. But then... You know, prior to that announcement, the owl was considered dormant. Was it? Oh. Yeah, it was. It, there was no activity. I mean, it, it that, that was how it was, you know, if you bring a tourist there, that's yeah. what they say. Oh, because, they, because people go, right? It's a tourist yeah, spot. People go about. down to the crater, right. yeah. Yeah, to the crater. That's why they have the yeah, horses that bring you there. I had no yeah, idea. That's yeah, that's the local industry that that you know the owl has around its you know around its base uh-uh. so you know you go on horseback and then you bring people there as a matter of fact see si Sarah Labati had a post Shaba or si Georgina one of them because like I, I switched them up in my mind but one of them was just in the owl oh my before like, it erupted yeah Oh, like a few days before she was there. I think it was Georgina. But anyway, one of them. And it was like, so nobody really knew. Because mm-hmm. even if it is alert level two, and if it's alert level two for a long time, yeah, it's like, not really. Mm-hmm. You know? Take it seriously. But, uh, but then that, you know, you, like what Fran said, Mother, Mother Nature sometimes just makes up her mind at yeah. that very moment. <laughs> like a true woman. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then, of course, the aftermath. I mean, there are many talking points about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all volcano eruption. One, it escalated very, very quickly. I mean, I can imagine how it is. Like, if, if, if with Dell, you're you're thousands of miles away and you're seeing it. And then we're here. We're living it. And um, the chaos that ensued was especially okay here's the thing especially in metro manila i understand the chaos that ensued near taal nasugbo the batangas area yes because they're the first hit yeah so here you have people in mercury drug in makati city though i understand makati city had ashfall Mm -hmm. yes and ashfall is very very toxic but the amount of masks that these people were hoarding really infuriated me. I'm like... Did you see them carrying out boxes? Yes. And I'm like, let's say you're a family of four. You don't need 10 boxes of masks. When are you ever going to use that? That's I mean, true. do you think this is... I, and I understand people are scared, right? But I mean, how about the people who really need it? Yeah. I mean, I got masks because a lot of people in my family are asthmatic and my friends are asthmatic. And, <laughs> and she pointed to me because, yes, I am. Yeah, no, and, 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 and Danielle, Anna in, in, in the South. And I understand because at the time when I said, I told Al, that was evening after mm. I saw your post, like six o'clock in the e- 7 uh, p.m. I said, Dada, you need to go buy some masks for, for us, most especially you. Uh, can you just go to Mercury? He's like, no, nah, they were sold out at 630. Yeah. I said, what? I said, what? Okay, all right, fine. And then, so I went online, <laughs> like a true paranoid mom. <laughs> IG, and I looked online to find some masks. And I, I went on Lazada, I was. I went to Lazada, I said, okay, let me find a mask. I was able to buy, um, like, one box of Lazada, but Lazada said- These uh, are surgical no, masks. No, they're- uh, no. The N95? Mm-hmm, okay. They have a filter. Mm. But they said, oh, it's going to arrive in, like, Friday. Mm-hmm. And, Monday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, all right, well, I'll order it anyway because I don't know what's going to happen. And then I'm going to try to source masks that I can get now. Yeah. Right. And which is what I did. And I was luckily able to find and I was able to give it to my staff and and everybody and I knew. Me, our who, family. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because I was asking, mm-hmm. did you find any? Because I couldn't find any. And I was really scared oh. for, for Al, especially the people who have asthma. Mm. I mean, it, it was really bad, especially in Makati. And oddly enough, there's weird sections in Metro Manila that didn't have bad air. Asshole. Like Quezon City, mm. wala. Very minimal parts of Quezon City. Well, there were parts of Batangas that didn't even get it. Yeah, because I remember um, the farm exactly. Because Isa was at the farm when it happened. <clears throat> she even had a photo of the the eruption. And then um, I was messaging her, "Hey, are, are you okay?" And she's like, "Surprisingly, nothing went to that side." Yeah. So Ooh. Ben had left earlier. She stayed behind. 
Nothing. Yeah. Because the wind just did not blow their side. We, right. That's 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 Mother Nature. That's weather. <laughs> that's the wind. I don't know. Can't explain it. I think it, yeah, it's the wind, and you know, Kazan City has a lot of hills around it. Oh. So, uh, so these are these are natural barriers. Mm-hmm. Even even here now where we live, Mm-mm. you know, when you're out there without the mountains, it's the winds. Yeah, it comes at from all directions. But if you've got a mountain range, you know, it it, it kind of stops the elements, whether it's snow, it's rain, or dust. Because it ng dust sa Utah, because it's desert state, right? But yeah, so that's probably why the winds and if there are mountains and hills surrounding something, it could be stopping the it's ash from reaching. Billing. Mm. <sighs> but yeah, but people it, were it definitely so hoarding. It's just scary for for people who have love who have loved ones, and then because I remember dr- during dinner time on Sunday. Uh, so we were looking at the pictures while having dinner with my in-laws and they couldn't believe it. Like, where is that? And then I had to tell my mother-in-law that we had brought her there one time. Mm. And, then, and then she said, oh, that's the one. We go, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really scary. And then at some point, they were saying, why haven't they left? Because there are videos on YouTube of people seemingly... But why haven't they left the area? Mm-hmm. There was a and there were I, weddings ongoing. They have yeah, pictures there was a wedding with that in oh, the background, they, and I'm like, uh, how can you still get married knowing that is happening and keep your guests there? Because there was a not just a couple photo with that in the background. The guests were there. I'm like, holy uh, crap! My, my ass would have been out of there. Bye. Congratulations. Bye bye. <laughs> So they were asking me like, why, why, why won't they just leave? Mm-hmm. And I had to tell them because some people, you know, the Gaitai area, there is a part where the rich have their rest houses and their farms, mm. right? Mm-mm. But for, for most of those people, that's they their... haven't got anywhere to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's their land. That's and, their land. You know, that's their home. Oh, that's that's their home. And until they see the danger, like real for them, sometimes they don't even entertain the mm-hmm. idea that they're in danger. They're thinking, ande, ande, huhupayan, or hindi yan matutuloy. Because the last time we've ever heard of this was like, you know, in the 90s, right? A, a volcano. Even Mayon, the back, I said Mayon then had uh, activity. All of a sudden, the ring of fire is very active. Mm-mm. So you can tell something's up with Mother Nature. I know. It's with very fires, scary. Specifically with the bushfires in Australia and I then know. the volcanic, uh, volcanic eruptions. Three within January? Many. I mean, at the same time as Ta'al, I think there was one in, um, if it's not Mexico, it was Puerto Rico. And, and then, then Indonesia? Somewhere else, yeah. But I think with this one, it happened so fast. I mean, I like, even if you do, like, oh my God, you live there, and what are you going to do? And then, and then traffic ensued. I think Al was telling me about an article that he read that um, there was a, a father uh who who was in Tagaytay and then um, a father and mother and then with a young daughter who's like 11 mm. and they live in one of the condos or one of those things and and uh, he said that the mom and dad just went down to go get some food to go out you know because it's a small condo and then the, the little girl yeah. wanted her own space just for a few uh, maybe 30 minutes yeah. like her own space and not with the mom and dad so they oh, so yeah we're gonna we're gonna eat out and then we'll come back and then in the time of them eating out uh, it That's erupted, when it happened. and then he said, uh, "Maybe like a five-minute drive to my condo took him three hours." Yep, Did I what? read a similar article, but this one was between the mother and her daughter. Mm-mm. The daughter was about the same age range. Mm-mm. She decided to stay behind because she was studying for Mm-mm. exams, and the mom just left because she needed to get something pretty close by, and she she even talked about. Um, she had to say it out right before she got bashed on social media for leaving her daughter all mm. alone. She talked about how many security cameras are there, how many guards are mm-hmm. in the, the condo, mm-hmm. um, how they know her very well. And there's plenty of people on the lookout for her daughter. Right. So it's perfectly safe for her to leave her daughter for about 30 minutes. That's funny. Wait, how old is her daughter in this? About maybe 11? That's funny how she feels that she has to defend herself. No, because... because Naturally, people will say, why did you even leave her? 
Was diba? it at the time of the eruption or just normal? Even before, even f- before it erupted. Wait, time out. I find that really dumb because if you're an 11 year old, I think you're capable of taking care of yourself in a condo. No, but she knows really? how Filipinos would be. To fi- really? Yes. Oh my God. Filipinos would start bashing her for leaving her daughter behind. Oh my God! So that's why and she's like, so crazy. No, to you me. can tell. You can yeah. tell that she defended. It's like okay, before yeah, she you even, even say anything, these are the reasons why I felt it was safe wow. for me to leave her. But she really enumerated. That's like another topic altogether because I feel that is so silly. Like you, don't, as a mom, you don't even have to defend yourself. No, because I think here in the Philippines, we're so used to. Our kids being surrounded by heaps of people from relatives to yaya. I, so I think in Hong Kong, you can't leave your kid if it, it's below under 12. 12 ba? Oh, not really. You, you cannot. Age, oh, you can't. You yeah. Can't. That's in Hong Kong. Even in the well, US. I think oh, eh? no. here. No, depends on states. There, there are no specific <laughs> rules eh. There's Ayun, no yung kids na yun, yung kids na yun, yung kids na yun. Sabi, podcast na ano eh. With the DST, with the time change, time one hour back. There's, and then wala, magita ako. So, They're crashing sorry, in, so a, in how, how many more minutes before they, they crash. the energy level goes down? <laughs> 37? 37. Oh. Okay. You have no idea how many times they've barged in here and I'm like, shoo, shoo, go away. No, let's get them, you know, let's get them on tape. Them in. We should get them on tape right now. Those two. <laughs> what? We should get them on tape. Yeah, I know. You hey, should have them say hello. They sound like they want to join. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say they're... Because uh, our, our basement it has like it's an f- open space, Mm-mm. so they're just running around. Maganda yan para tulog agad. Oh, okay, nang- okay, I'm gonna say that. Thirty-seven May- minutes. Oh. Maybe less. <laughs> Maybe less. Maybe less. Yeah. Maybe anyway, less. Um, no, back back to the article. So, so the go. lady talked about how when she was driving back, what would have been like a ten-minute drive back to the condo ended up to be. Several hours, maybe four or five. Crazy. I can't remember Imagine. the article, but she kept reassuring her daughter that I can see the condo. Mm-hmm. I can, if you really need me, I can leave the car. I can just walk there, mm-hmm. even though, you know, of course, breathing wise, yeah. she didn't have a mask right. with her. She yeah. couldn't have walked safely back to the condo. And Correct. she said it was already difficult for her to see the road because of the ashfall. It was already muddy. Um, but she kept mm-hmm. reassuring the daughter that, you know, I'm, I'm very close. Mm-mm. And, uh, but, Daughter, the daughter is absolutely fine. She just kept studying That's while good. all of this was happening because she also wasn't aware of what was happening outside. And she the was mother, safe indoors. Yeah, she was safe indoors. The mother who was outside was the one who was panicking because oh, oh, you naturally can, you're the out. child is all alone. And you you see it. You're out in the elements, and and I think that's why the the people there. I mean, there's just how could you possibly safely escape? Like, okay, you take your things and then you walk out. Mm. But then, you, yeah, you don't have a mask. So what do you do? What do yeah. you do? Oh uh, what, what you notice, especially in the past week, is that because of the eruption, uh, it's a huge generator of news of all kinds. Yeah. Human interest, uh, just the hard news. Nature is metal, obviously. And we don't know uh, where the wind blows, they say. Yeah. If there's an eruption that happens a week after last, then uh, it, it's going to go somewhere else. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And th- the difference here is that there's just more people living in these areas yeah. now than the last Tal eruption, for instance. Which uh, was sometime in the 70s. 70s. In the 70s. Yeah. So more people, uh, more people to take care of. Right. Uh, more stories to be told, obviously. Yeah. Uh, just the, the um, more cars, more traffic. More cars, more, yeah. Uh-oh. They were even saying, why would people live, choose to live near an active volcano? No, well, but like you know, they were said, asking, but it was dormant for a long time. Yeah, but also because the soil there is actually very rich because oh. of its location. Um, it's not only that, because there's a lake. It's a lake within a lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? people and fish from. If, yeah, there's plenty yeah, of so livelihood in the it's area. Like a moat. It's like a huge moat. So if the volcano did erupt, it's not like it's going to land on someone's house right away. It's going to have to go through the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Uh, what, 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 what is most dangerous is really the pyro, I mean, pyroclastic material. And what, did, what do they call it? Mm. The ash. Because uh, lava can You can. But the, the quality of air has more damage in the long run. Mm-mm. And 
it's not going to just affect the people surrounding the volcano. Mm-mm. But as we've seen, like, like Fran is in Makati and you have asphalt, mm-hmm. right? Mm-mm. See, Andy, Andy Manzana Reyes, you know, I saw they in, had to drain their pool. In the south. So, oh, in the yes. south. BF. BF. Alabang mm-hmm. was pretty bad. Those are close, yeah. And those are closer. Um, so, so, you know, so when you say ashfall, some people don't realize how bad it is, even if they hear it on on the news. I went out Sunday night just to check, <clears throat> just to smell the air, and <laughs> did it hurt your lungs? No, something fell on my face. Okay, that's the ash. <laughs> because <laughs> it's I told you, I told you, yes. there, there, there was something left cooking in, in the range. Uh-uh, and you and said it was, it smoky, was smoky, so we had to open the windows. Uh-uh. And then next thing I know, after about an hour, why does it still smell? Like something yeah. burning. Uh-uh. So see, to, and, and, uh, to illustrate how very dangerous this ash was, I was telling people, hello, I'm going to take a break. Hello, Parker. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi. Hi. Do you remember me? Do you remember me still? Tita Fran. I'm David's mom. Tito. David. Remember David? You remember Tito Al? Do you remember Tito Al? Remember Tito Al? Okay. Oh, it's so cute. Okay. So anyway, um, so you know how, so there was heavy ashfall and then there were some cars and people thought it'd be really funny to draw penises on the cars. <laughs> and then there was one guy that James Deacon had shared. His who name wrote was, his name. His name was Al John who said, <laughs> I thought it'd be funny, he but obviously. Help. So he wrote it and then he washed it and it scratched it's his car. There. But see, here's the thing. Uh. This is what I want to tell people. Now you understand he just wrote his name with this ash on his car and it scratched his car. Because imagine it's not actually just ash. It's, it's not. It's pieces of glass. Rock and glass and stuff. So imagine you are breathing this in and yeah. it's so bad. So I'm like, I wanted to tell people who thought it was funny or thought it wasn't very serious. I'm like, this is what's going to happen to your lungs. You know, you when you breathe up, it in. <laughs> okay. Volcanic ash can cause. Are you ready for this? Numo no ultra microscopic silico volcanoconeosis. That's an entire. Yeah, that's, that's just, just one, one name. A lung disease. It's that's lung what you disease. end up with. I felt it on my skin the next day, and sure. I had to wear a mask because uh, I started having difficulty breathing. And yeah, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. So yeah, I had to wear one. And, and you are skin. in like QC, right? Your sensitive no, skin. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your heels taking care of skin. <laughs> no, even before. <laughs> even before I remember in RX, they used to uh, had construction. Yeah. That was hell on me. That's why I got sick because because uh, of the construction and yeah, the, the dust, the, the dust, dust yeah. of the cement. You, you were inhaling the, that. Gross. They didn't give us masks, by the way. I, have, I, have I was to, there for what ten hours. I have to admit, I was. Everybody else went home. I was in a state of panic Sunday night. I didn't get to sleep because it was my first uh, experience of a volcanic eruption. Because I wasn't around Me for neither. Pinatubo. I have no idea what it was like. You know that um, the experience of the ashfall. I was panicking, mm-hmm. and I live in Tagig, which is pretty close to. Um, Tagaytay and and the area and you know I I have Juliana I was not in a good state Sunday Mm. really I I, I couldn't sleep because you know I was like thinking okay if it's gonna get worse because it's not a full on eruption with the magma and and everything like do we need to leave and then that's when I realized (laughs) I still do not have a go bag oh yeah like a a run bag I have no idea (laughs) what I'm gonna do if we needed to evacuate like all those other people. I think people's true colors really came out. <laughs> for reals, for reals. I mean, I, I even saw it in myself in a, in a bit. I was like, okay, I, Al, I got these masks. I got it for the family and I got it for the staff. And then uh, I think somebody else asked for some and he's like, oh, just give it. Because Al is so freaking generous. Mm. He, he really, he's selfless. I mean, he can be an ass sometimes, but he's really selfless. So he Heart doesn't think gold. about it. He doesn't think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, of course, of course you can get. Mm. And, I, and I got mad at him a little bit. So because if you give this, then... I can't, I don't have any to give my mom and dad. Mm. Like, 
And he's like, don't worry, we'll find more. <laughs> I'm like, we better find more. No, say it in his voice. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw myself panicking, you know, and here's this other guy. Like, yeah, just give it. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But if I can't find any masks, it's I'm coming you. for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, buddy. So, yeah, a lot of true colors came out with these people. And also when they say, um, what's the term? Bayanihan. Mm, helping out each other. Yeah. Fashion show. You know, right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, all in suits. That, was, that, that cracked me up. That that just shows you how somehow in the midst of what's, whatever's been happening, in in those centers, uh, the the evac centers, Mm-mm. people the, still find the, humor. The one I found funniest amidst all this was when there were there's a video that came out with them cleaning their roof and they were doing the tala dance challenge <laughs> on their roof yes <laughs> there was like one guy on the roof and then two on the oh sides they were gosh. cleaning out the the ash and they were doing the the tala. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, be noise. Yeah. You know? I, I like the another guy who stood outside of his house and started spraying. Uh, yeah, spraying the windshield. Yes. And the yeah. It was really mm-hmm. touching. Like, you can, if, if Fran said it really brought out the true colors of people, can you imagine what, like, that guy has yeah. nothing to oh, regret, oh, right? True. Exactly. I mean, it, it was his way of being selfless. And, but I think it's good to have some selfless people in the family. Yes. And people who See? are not so selfless. Yes. You want to help. Balance not it out. the detriment of your family. Right? Come on. Okay. Thank yeah. you. It's a balance. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Because <laughs> I think and usually it's the guys. The guys are always the ones who are so galant. No, because the women are always anticipating, time. you know. You're, you're oh, thinking yeah. ahead. Yeah, exactly. And then, shampoo yung nanay, iba yung concern niya. And, you know, like, yeah, I know we need to be kind and we need to help, <laughs> but the people you need to help first yes. are the first liners in That's your life. That's what I yes. said to him. talaga. <laughs> <laughs> I really think, you know, somebody's got to say it, you know, That's so you need to have, like, someone who's good and someone who's bad. It's true, because that, that was my line. So I go, hey, I'm trying to take care of us first. Yeah. Let me do that And then oh, Fine And then everybody Okay lang okay Fine lang. you can Stand in a corner Give away masks <laughs> If you want Is it a guilty <laughs> ako? I was like Oh my god I'm a bad person right now <laughs> No you're not No 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 But no, honestly You are not <laughs> No I think like if, if really It did persist Until like Let's say two weeks later Uh uh-uh. And there are still no masks I mean, Al will 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 really tell you, but I'm going to take fall for it. I'm I promise you. Because the men are usually galante. It's the woman who's kind of a bit more practical, uh-uh. a bit more you know, yeah. ruthless. That's uh-uh. true. Man, oh man. Oh we my were gosh. in uh, Glorietta because remember I mentioned to you right after yes. the recording, we were going to watch. Sort of like a, a uh, fundraiser yeah. for our friend, and that's a big Mercury that you went to, huh? Yes, the this one in Glorietta. In, in Glorietta, yeah. the line was long, and they've run out of masks. Mm-hmm. And you see people stepping out with ten boxes of the surgical masks. I, I bet they regret it because they realize, oh, this is practically useless. The surgical masks, yeah, no? and it's difficult to breathe with Mm-mm. just the. They said. It will work if you put two layers of Mm-mm. tissue on it. Mm-mm. It's so difficult to breathe Mm-mm. with that. So anyways. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. So I wanted to just use the surgical mask that we got. We were able to get one box Mm-mm. because I, I gave out to a couple of friends within our, our village as well because they were just home. They didn't know about this Mm-mm. whole thing happening. Um, it was difficult Come to... Breathe with that. I yeah. haven't tried with the N95. Yeah, and the N95 is not even recommended for kids. Oh uh, yeah. Well, so I'm like, it won't fit in their face. Then the money. Well, true. It didn't fit with uh-uh. Juliana. With she tried the surgical mask, it kept uh-uh. slipping off, and I was just kidding around with her. Oh, it's because you don't have a nose bridge, Baba. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my, my brother, my brother, I know, and Anisha, you know, nobody, everyone is running out of masks. 
and even the parenting emporium, yeah. you know, was running out of masks as well. It's true. So my brother decided to buy on Amazon, mm-hmm. and then he said, you just send it to me via FedEx. And they live in BF, the side of, of um, Paranaque. And then, same thing. Uh, two people in the family for Chile has asthma. Yeah. So, you know, there, there were concerns. But what I, I think a lot of people then wanted to, I would like to think, na hindi naman lahat nag-hoard na para sa sarili nila. I think if you're thinking lang, andito na ako sa Mercury, manami akong pwedeng bigyan ng mask. Uh-uh. Yes. Uh-uh. And they also want to be the ones to give uh-uh. to, to to others yeah. in, their, in their vicinity. So, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh my God! I hope they did not raise it because I didn't. Uh, for me, in, in my in my case, I didn't see anybody, and the prices weren't raised. Mm. But you know, the ones that who were affected by that, that's what an asshole you thing it on to do. Media that they've uh, raised oh. the prices. It's horrible. And I, what's your take on those people who post mm. what they've done for Taal? It's okay. Okay, because I remember Neil Arce is a mm. friend. He's yeah. the fiance of, of Angel Oxin. Mm-hmm. And he had right. posted na parang, uh, can you just stop the bashing yeah. of people who are doing something for Taal and yeah. just be happy that they're actually getting help? Because I think Angel had posted that she had an entire team. Like, wow. No, but here's the thing. The Angel's been doing it for years. She's been doing it for years. And... She's always getting bashed for it, but she just wants to help. Absolutely. And it's really in her nature to do that. And it just so happens that she's famous. She is who she is. Mm -hmm. So people always would post what she does. And Neil was, as always, he just had to defend her because people are, you know, commenting, you know, why are you posting about this? I'm sure those are the same people who are just sitting on their couches, just reading through (laughs) social media and doing jack shit. Very true. I super hate that. I think think for me, two points. Mm -mm. The question is, the question Jelly raised is, what's your take on people who post the good things that they do? So here we are with two categories, right? Mm -mm. We've, we made a category of people who are helping for ulterior motive, which is to say, look how good I am. And then people who don't post, who are just doing good. For me, either way, whatever your motives are, both categories are helping. True. And in this moment where we need a lot of people to help, that comes in, that's so important. Mm-hmm. That's also biblical. Just, just don't worry about the people's motives. Mm. Just do the right thing. So mm-hmm. they will hate you. They will love you. Same thing. It's yeah. the same coin, Mm-mm. different side, right? Yeah. So, and second, I bet those people who are so angry are the people who feel uh, helpless to help. They feel like they're not in any position to help. They have no money. They have no, you know, guilty just because someone's saying, hey, you know, I'm helping. As if they've taken the message to mean, are you saying I'm not? Yeah. That's, what, that's, what yeah. that's why they're reacting that way. But then the second point I want to make is, you know, with Sofia Andres doing her thing on uh, I, for, for Batangas, she had led this, she also had a team. And then a lot of the artistas were saying, I uh, can't help, but thank you for reaching out. I'd like to help you help people out. Yeah. Mm. So what, I think what that does is, whatever your take is on intention, only God knows what yeah. people's intentions are. Correct. It's not our business. Correct. But I think when people see now, the young people see other people helping and stepping up, yeah. it's a great encouragement to show our kids what to do during time of calamity. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, kahit sabihin mo na naman, ako yun, nagpapabida or ano, gusto lang niya, alam ng mga tao kung gano'n siya kabait. So, mm-hmm. she's still helping. Exactly. She's still helping. Yeah. Diba? So, so what, I just hope that Angel doesn't, yung kumapal lang yung armor niya. Oh, I, oh think, I, I think she doesn't really care doesn't about care. all this anymore <clears throat> because on her part, she really just wants to help. <clears throat> and this is a girl who's been... I mean, oh, listed. Listed. Her on the show. wasn't she listed in in one of those big publications? Yeah, she's uh, in the biggest humanitarian award. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll have to see you. We should get her on the show. Yeah, Let's ask Neil. Uh-oh. And I think that's consistency, the buff. When Absolutely. you see that uh, this is not a one-time thing. It's she not, does it every time. No, yeah. she's been doing and it for too. years. Yeah. Like years. For years. Even before social media. We're only hearing about it now because of social media. But she's... Eh, social media she's and it's ugly, it. ugly, ugly side. Like, you know, no, I'm stop being judgmental. That's, that's a great topic because... I recently mm. kind of got into it. No, no, no what is this? Uh, we should do no, that no, now. Gonna, Let's go into our topic it. now. <laughs> oh. No, because for me, you know, that thing where you do something, whatever it is, whether uh, it's a show or uh, whatever, helping out, and then you put it on whatever medium, mm-hmm. whether that's online <clears throat> or TV or radio, right? People will say things that are not of you. You had young... Unimaginable young, comments. Mm. Yeah, they're imputing on you is not something that even entered your mind. Yeah. Uh. So when you finally understand what people are saying behind your back, how do you react? Because mm. I had this where I really had to mentally uh, exercise hygiene. Mental hygiene and emotional hygiene. Because mm. when it happened to me, I got angry. Within the span of five minutes, I was livid. Oh. I was livid. Like, what do you know? Uh, yeah. What, what do, do you, you know? know? Right? And there you go in that chat room saying things like, you know the deal. Mm. You only know maybe one, one, I don't know, one ninety. I don't know what the fraction is, but only it no alam mo dun sa issue. Tapos ang comment ka. <laughs> ka So it got me. And then I said to myself, dude, what's happening? Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I said, oh, wow, I'm angry. You know, I was washing dishes extra clean. I told myself, no, what's going on? So I thought, Do I care about what they say? And it's not, it's a really hard question to, to answer because a part of me, knew that it wasn't just one person who felt this way. Mm. It was a group of people. And how do I feel about a bunch of people thinking that I'm like this? And then I had to ask, why is it important to you? Yeah. Why do you why, why, why does do it you affect care? you so much? Uh, oh, why do you care? And okay, so somebody thinks you're this. So what? Mm-mm. What does it do? Does it stop you? Do you think you did the right thing? Would you have changed your course of action? And I said, no, no regrets. That's what it is. That's what I did. That's what I knew I should do. And I said, so why are you angry? Mm. Because I couldn't control people's opinion of me. Mm. So have you ever had that where online people are saying stuff about you and you you learn about it and you're like, what was your reaction if it ever happened to you? Because I can just imagine, even as I'm saying this, the way that can... We talked about Megan and Harry. We're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> That's true. Judgy, judgy, judgy. Judgy McJudge. <laughs> uh, oh, judgy McJudge. <laughs> um, like Jelly was saying, you know, uh, if you have means to help or donate, you should. You can donate. You can, you can donate money. You can donate goods you can donate old stuff but please go through your stuff um because we do come across uh i've encountered people who've donated clothes that you can't even wear anymore like it's it's Uh, it's tattered it i I mean come on guys donate clothes that you know you can still wear and you would wear you just haven't worn Mm -mm. but don't send gowns or barongs either because that's true um like you know what you can do is sell those clothes and then the money that you get from selling those pre-loved clothes, that's what you can donate if you really want to help. Uh-uh. But if your point is just decluttering and then, hey, these are people who badly need clothes, I will send them my gowns, barongs, and suits and stuff. Um, maybe that's not such a good idea. So, yeah. you know, think about what it is that they've already gone through. Don't send them your, you know. 
Uh, yeah, unnecessary things. Um, I uh, Gaucho, remember Gaucho? He lives in yeah. Batangas. Uh, he has a, a rest house there, or I think that's where he, they stay in at the Lagar. That's where they stay. So he's he's heavily into uh, the relief efforts and trying to help. And he made a very good point. He said, you know, you have to check in with the the evacuation centers or the people who are uh, orchestrating the the relief goods because from day to day their needs change. Yeah. Right. right. Um. Sometimes the, today they'll need mattresses and then all of a sudden influx of mattresses but that's not how it goes because the thing is uh they're trying to do it for the long haul Mm -hmm. you know these are people who are going to be displaced for months at a time yeah so yes i think the main thing is they need water and then they need clothes and then uh, other other things so always check in with the people maybe who are on site and if you can go online and find reputable um people organizations to do that red cross is one um rock ed philippines is another I highly recommend World Vision as well because not mm-hmm. just for uh, the Taal victims Mm-mm. they they always have relief efforts yeah. everywhere and like they're the first responders I came across um, a post from an an evacuee who said oh this is so sad though mm. that the volunteers were shopping what with the stuff that were donated what do you mean they were shopping like they were going through with the bastos stuff bastos that were donated bastos. and like Getting stuff for themselves. Uh, ay, ay, ay. Let's not do That's that. So That's with, so with sad. Reputable organizations yeah. who are who have done this before, and also I think checking in with whoever, whatever organization you're going to force your uh, contributions through is that because a lot of times when people just want to help, and it's good naman talaga, but sometimes you don't know what they need. Like for example, there was a time when everybody had. Uh, bought and donated uh, instant noodles, mm. but and these people had no, no pots and yeah, pans, and they yeah. and viable they water. <laughs> and then people donated yung mga cans, but then yung binili nila hindi yung easy open, yeah. so, and then there yeah. was like, a lack of a can opener. Correct. So there's also everybody. A lot of people may want to help, but also let's be smart in how we help yes. so that we help people the right way and then the way that they need correct. You know, I was impressed when I went uh, shopping Mm -mm. at one grocery store. Um, Everyone there, like a number of people buying in bulk, and you already know what it's for. Mm -mm. I love it that they all wanted to pack these goods Mm -hmm. in recyclable bags. Yeah. Rather than packaging, packing everything in plastic. Mm -mm, So mm -mm. I'm like, that's amazing because now people are conscious of... You know, not adding to the problem of the world with with plastics. I think I like what Ryan Aconcillo and uh, Julian Santos did. They had those big mega boxes. Mm. Oh, yeah. And they packed it in with that. Because one, the mega boxes will help because they the can fa- still use it. They can still use it. Absolutely. You know, right. So that was very, very, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, it's, it's a good time to be a celebrity right now because they like, just need to message their uh, all of their endorsements or uh-uh. all the companies that they endorse uh-uh. and they send boxes. That's good. You know, so it's it's so easy for mm-hmm. them to um, give. So hopefully many of the celebrities do that. And if mm-hmm. they do post um, something that is not related to what they're doing for Ta'al, mm-hmm. please don't bash them because you don't know what it is that they're doing on the side and they're just not posting. Because right. like Alden Richards got bashed, uh, Piolo got bashed. Know. You don't know what these guys Do are doing on the bash side. Do not my Papa P. How dare you? <laughs> Speaking of celebrities who uh, have donated donated to the Taal, uh, maybe evacuees and uh, relief efforts. Dave Chappelle was one. He was yes, recently million, in Manila. Right? A million. Was it dollars or pesos? I'm not sure. Pesos yata. A million pesos. Mm. Converted. So. Converted. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're so rich, man. Um, also, Jokoy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are the two comedians who were on, uh, were in Manila recently, and then they both obviously donated. Thank you. I heard Jokoy was funny, and then Dave Chappelle was amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Tell us about the experience because oh. this is something you've been looking forward to. Oh no, it was just for me. It was just very surreal because like um, we really got good seats and it was like me, after, Al, and I after watching him on his Netflix shows and specials to see him there, like just Sticks a few stones, smelling his cigarette smoke. <laughs> I heard he was smoking the whole time. It was very real. <laughs> 
So he's he's brilliant. He's everything that I, I thought he would be. But he is also very, very, like, you can tell he's a good person. Sensitive, yep. caring, odd, right? Wow. Not really so, odd, but, but like. I don't, I, I don't think odd, because I think uh, he, he has been, uh, it just matured his comedy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not sharp as, as anything. Yeah. Like in the Dave Chappelle show, he was tackling other topics, but in a very, a, a very funny, edgy yeah. way. But now, his social commentary is really what gets you. Yes. Right? That's why and, uh, I'm a fan. And, and, and oh, I'm, <clears throat> me too. Like, it, it's, he's really one of those people that I, I, you can tell because even the man he owns up to his assholeness mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he drives a really good point. He yeah, asks he a very good question. Uh-uh. So when you watch him, it's not just that you're entertained, but your mind is provoked Gets you into thinking. thought. Right. True. Yes. That's, yeah, I think that's, that's why. That's okay, right? uh-uh. That was my reaction start- after watching Sticks and Stones because mm-hmm. I'm like, Wow, gago to ah. I'm like, bastos ka? But, oy, pero totoo. That was my, my reaction when I heard what he was talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, he, he drives a good point. There were very, there were a lot of times in the show where I didn't know if I, he was being serious and then he was going to say a punchline or he was just really, he was being serious. Because he had a lot of, uh, he had stories about how his wife, you know, he he backtracked on um, the mom of mm. his wife. His wife's Filipino. Both both parents are Filipino, and okay. then they migrated to the states, and they had her, and blah blah blah. And at the end of the story, was like, well, um, I'm thankful to you, Manila, because because of you guys or my fans, you know, I was able to bring my mother in law here on a private jet. I had a Rolls Royce pick her up, you yeah. know, and she's living her <laughs> life, and it. It, it, weird because it's just like he was cracking a joke just a second ago and then he switches gears and he's so sentimental. He's tribute. Yeah, he's paying tribute and you know it's not coming from a fake place. Mm. He can pivot and it's like, oh, was I supposed to like be serious at that time? And then he'll take it, he'll, he'll make a joke and I'm like, ah, and then you're laughing. It's so weird. But it was like, it was a good experience. How did he pick on Casey Montero? Because Casey posted about right. it as so, well. So they were sitting in the front. So Al and I were in the second row. Um, Casey and his wifey uh, were in the front row along with Isa and her ben. husband, Ben. See, Isa is so cute. She's super fun girling. She is, she is a celebrity, you know, and she has every right to be mayabang if she wanted to be, but she is not. She is so not. So I see her before the show. She's like, I met him. I met him. And I was such a fan. And I couldn't <laughs> let his hand go. And I was like, that would have been me too, Isa. And then so so we sit down. The show goes on. And um, Dave sees Casey and Stephanie. And but so he, he asks him, are you together? You married? It launches into a, a, a spiel that he has or a, a set about be, uh, his rules of marriage. Mm. Right. And so he's just talking to them. And then there was one small point in the show where it might have been awkward because Stephanie had answered something and he's like what you do this and it it elicited a laugh but like as a woman I felt oh that's awkward because I she probably just said it because it was the the spotlight was on her Um, and then he pivoted and made it not awkward enough for her. Okay. I was like, oh, you're He good. knows how to read. He no, knows he, how to read his audience. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he picked a lot of people in the, in the front to talk about. There were like three black guys. <laughs> He's like, he opens, he opens the show, you know, I don't, it's the open of the show and I don't want to make it awkward, but I just want to say there's three black guys watching in the front row. <laughs> 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 you know, so it was just, he was just very good and he handled everything really well. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, this is what I, uh, this is what I wanted to talk about because um, Joey Mead mm. King and Angie King watched the show. Yes. <laughs> so, and Dave Chappelle is notorious for, for his, his transgender trans- jokes. But he does have a transgender best friend. No, it's not a best friend, but it was a friend that he had made uh, through the, you know, okay. through his career. Yeah. yeah. So Daphne. Okay. Right? Is that yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. 
Right. But, but I mean, he even said it. He led with it. Like, you know, they barred him from entering a transgender club because are you Dave Chappelle? No, you can't come in here because he's made fun of them. Yeah. Right. And they felt offended. So when I saw Angie and, and, and Joey, I'm like, oh, I wonder how. Oh, shoot. I, yeah. No, I, I not, it wasn't oh, shoot. But it was more like I was very curious as to uh, how they take him yeah. and how they feel about his jokes. And he was, they were there. They were in attendance. So I wonder. Mm. I don't know. We should ask. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you Del, so you stop yourself. Go, go, go. Because I think, uh, I, I'm assuming that uh, Dave is one of those people who kind of, because even CDC Angie is good friends with Caitlin. Yes. 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 yes, yes they do yes. hang out. Uh-oh. In circle, some of the comics don't like Caitlin. Mm. And it's not trans right it's because she doesn't really stand for anything except herself mm. uh-huh. it, yeah that's their take like joe rogan talks about him he's like mm-hmm. look everyone thinks i'm homophobic or transgender phobic just because i think this is not a great guy but look at what he's done he has done nothing except me 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 and then when he was asked like okay so you're transgender what's your stand on same-sex marriage he says oh no i don't believe in that Huh? So it it seems yeah, and 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 comics. <clears throat> I think Dave is one of them who who are saying stuff like, we have to ask questions sometimes of these people, mm-hmm. and and I think in this day and age, oh God, I'm gonna get so much flack for this. But like I said, the the media also sets us up by making these stories, thinking that just because they had done something, they're immediately. Amazing. Mm. We don't really study what they've done. Uh-uh. What have you done? Because there are transgenders who really have pushed the boundaries. Yeah. Like see Daphne, that, that girl, that, that transgender that Dave is talking about. So he, she was in the audience and she was laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trans and she was la- uh, she was laughing, and Dave had had uh, parang, uh, made her out and thinking, oh sh- shit, this is a transgender. She's not gonna like my set. Mm-hmm. But then after the show, Daphne went to him mm-hmm. and talked to him and said, I don't know, like some something about saying, I don't understand why tr- the trans community hate you mm-hmm. because if ever. You have brought forth all the important issues that need to be asked. Yeah, all mm, transgender people. Yeah, and, it, and it's as if they shouldn't be questioned. Why? Straights are questioned. Gays mm-hmm. are questioned. Lesbians are questioned. Why not trans? And I really am allergic because sometimes people, oh, she's trans. She's great. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Trans are just like any other man or woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't they follow are, that yes. they're good people. Yeah. Yes. All of a sudden, because we jump to that conclusion that if they had suffered, they must be great people. Um. When the truth of the matter is, it's not Mm-mm. always like that. They, Sometimes you're just famous. Right. You're just pretty. Uh, but but you're not a good voice because you don't push the issue that will benefit others. And see, Daphne was telling him, uh, you know, it was, and, and just like what Fran said, when Dave was telling this story, he became really emotional. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to offend her. And the fact that she said to me that I have brought forth the issue of the transgender community in a clearer light, Mm-mm. he was touched. And then Dave starts to go, and then that's when I started to reach for her vagina just to feel. Yeah, he's so good. He's just like, oh God, you're ungling more Dave, Dave Chappelle. And I really wanted to meet him. Gino and I and a, a other friends stayed in a bar till like 3 a.m. I mean, our, our main objective was so that we Hopefully get to see him, him yeah. because our friend the night before saw him in around Solaire drinking. But of course, it didn't happen. But what happened was we ended up drinking till 3 a.m., <laughs> which is still good, which was good. It was so much fun. And we rehashed the whole show. But the last thing I want to say about the show was because Dell's uh, gone through it. You cannot bring your phone. Well, you have your phone, but it's put in a pouch. Mm. And then you have it with you. But the pouch is locked and you can't open it without an opener. Right? It's like those locks in like, you know, when you go to the the clothes. Yeah, for the clothes. So it's magnetic. So you need something to open it. Yeah. And it was such a wonderful experience not 
touching, looking, yep. not have yep. anyone um, in front documenting of my phone at all. And this is personal. I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I loved it. Yeah. And because yeah. the jelly had pointed, like, how come I'm not seeing any stories about it? Yeah. How come yep. nobody's posting about it? Because I asked her the next day, hey, how was the show? I haven't seen anyone talk about it. I think it's because people are so not um, used to documenting things on the fly. Like, mm. if you if you can't picture it, right now you can't take a photo of it it didn't happen for you and then you can't you won't talk about it anymore it's like people have lost the capability of storytelling without evidence okay like you can talk about it without having to be in real time or yeah maybe but like you know you can't it's like i have to do this right now and if i if i don't it didn't happen Mm. too too much time has passed i could do it Huh? They're not in the moment. It, yeah. yeah. It's not, not in the, the moment, moment anymore. I'm like, but yeah. no, that storytelling story or, or making cuento is not about that. You know, that's why um, I get upset at my mom right now. So this is social media. Like, she's like, oh, post it now, post it now. Or I post something that happened to David two days ago. What? He's not in school? I said, mom, I took this two days ago. <laughs> Didn't happen now. <laughs> it happened two days ago. I don't post in real time. I don't post in real time. As much as I can, I, I don't do like I. to. Um, and and I, I think it was so, re- I think it's educating the audience when he started doing that. Because the reason why he, he confiscated the phone. Mm. <laughs> this is the life of a working mama. This is high level negotiation, by the way. That's right, that's right. It's very sensitive. Yeah. Okay, go. Going back, the reason I decided to do that is because one person's post of a video, whether it's a minute clip that goes on Instagram, ruins the experience for other people. True. Because this is a Mm-hmm. And these routines, you know, they perfect this in months. Yeah. So, you know, these jokes are said more than 100 times before it lands as a great final product. Yeah. So they have to test it out, right? But when somebody catches it in mid-form, Mm-mm. you haven't really perfected it, right. you know, and you get judged on something that's not the final product. Yeah. And that's the conundrum of, of their art form. It's that, you know, it's you're honing it. Each stand-up routine takes right. uh, see Ellen said her relatable took her six months and almost everyone was like what six months only <laughs> Kevin Hart yeah Kevin Hart says the same it takes him two years right. until the Netflix special that you see right the, exactly the one see, that's already like the the best Mm-mm. version of it Mm-mm. change yeah. the word change the the pauses to Uh-oh. get the maximum laugh yes. or maximum effect yes so that, that's why also he's also teaching us one to enjoy and just be in the moment mm-hmm. two what this art form really takes mm-hmm. yeah and, and when you're conscious of that you're like okay this is so great but I'm not gonna post it because it's gonna ruin it for other people and exactly. I think that's already a great thing right yeah uh-uh. it's true you know it's funny because I mean even not even thinking about it like I don't want to share the jokes that he said because mm-hmm. one I can't deliver it as funny as he can true. but two like if you do get to watch him it'll just destroy the whole yeah you know it's a spoiler experience yeah it's like a spoiler it's like a spoiler alert we're going to wrap this up pretty soon but yeah. just to share what it feels like to not broadcast everything. Mm-hmm. So I hosted a wedding end of December and they were adamant that they wanted it to be unplugged. Nice. Like the whole, everything about the wedding. They they didn't have a hashtag. They Good. requested nice. no phones at the ceremony, no phones at the reception. Oh, they had a beautiful first dance. Yeah. And it was mm. so beautiful to watch and appreciate the dance and not see mm-hmm. any phones up. Right. Like nothing blocking the view. Mm-mm. Nobody just, you know, everyone was just sitting and Mm-mm. watching Mm-mm. and it was beautiful. Right. The speeches, because once again, nobody's documenting. Everyone just listened. And since they had fantastic speakers, 
you really appreciate the whole wedding. It was a massive wedding, Mm-mm. but it still felt so intimate mm-hmm. despite the number and the venue. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm like, oh, this is this is really nice. This is very nice. And side note to that, do you know there's a company that will come up with your wedding hashtag and you pay them $15? Oh, no. On the flip side of the coin. You're kidding. There is a company. For lazy people. If you can't no, come up with for, your own hashtag. For uncreative you people. You pay them. Let's charge them five. <laughs> oh, and they will give you four hashtags. If you want more, just add a bit more. You're and ki- I'm oh, wait, not is kidding. Is this local? This is a US-based company. But I was I like, know. wow. Pinagpeparahan So you send your full name. You send both your names. And then you send the date of your wedding. And then other things about you. And then they'll try and come up with your hashtag. Yeah, that's so stupid. So there, just so you know. (laughs) All right, so we're going to wrap this up. We're just going to plug the show that's coming up uh, in a few days. Yes. Um, We're going to be talking about... Uh, oh, we're what you be, went through? What I went through? <laughs> I went through. I went through some serious rejection, guys. And just to plug, I cried. Okay, I cried. <laughs> and welcome. Wait, you recently got rejected. Huh? Welcome to the club. <laughs> Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> so, watch out for well, okay. So, how did Fran feel? Watch for it in the next eavesdrop. This is a Fran you probably haven't heard before. Oh, so definitely. Really this is a Fran. To get in there. Yeah, this is the Fran you've been waiting for. I know, guys. <laughs> no, I'm already dreading the fact that it's going to go out, okay? No, ayun nga eh. Kaya nga kami lahat dito tuwang-tuwa. Alam mo yung, these are the friends that you need. You know, I know. They will honor your, your need to be heard at that point, but then it doesn't escape them to make fun of you after. New year, new you. <laughs> okay, fine. Sige. Don't listen, ha, guys? <laughs> Just skip it. Gusto ko talaga ng morning eh. Gusto ko sabihin, Yung mga maka-judge, yung, yung mga sasabihin, Pitcha umiyak, eh, US visa lang yun. Try nyo kaya ma-reject. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's true. Masabihan kayo na dramatic kayo, di ba? Dra- yeah. Puro ka-drama. Palang, dude, yeah. ikaw kaya ma-reject. Ikaw kaya dito, di ba? Okay, yun lang yung preamble namin. But watch for it! <laughs> Alright, you guys. All right. This has been another episode of the Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Jelly. I'm Fran. And this is Delamar. Thank you for listening and spending time with us. We'll catch you back next on the next eavesdrop. Bye guys. See ya.